warning. This podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you. Yeah, you. We see you, you divine human being. And we are calling you to come home. We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being. The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context. We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too. And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels. Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life. Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world. Pour yourself a coffee or a glass of wine if that's your potion and sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hello and welcome back to the Divinely Human podcast. We are looking forward to this one because we're going to be speaking about lots of stuff that we've both already felt into. Are you surprised? Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. (laughs) This always happens. (laughs) One of us pitches something and the other one's like, oh my God, you're not saying this right now because this has been coming up for me. Yes, I was not surprised at all, but I kind of was because when you brought it up, I was like, oh, this is obviously something that my own guides want me to work on a little bit deeper as well. Yeah. So something that we have both noticed with, I guess, where we're at personally and also in the community as well, collectively is we seem to be moving through a, whether it's the first time for you or whether this has happened numerous times, but we are kind of moving through this activation of the throat, of the voice, of uh, like freedom of expression, right? So we really want to dive into that today because it's been coming up for so many people. I know that we're not alone in this and we'd love just to, you know, illuminate how we've both, I guess, journeyed through that before, because I know that we've both moved, bleh, I can't even speak, both moved through this before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of starting to fire up and happen again. And I thought that it would be really, really beautiful to share this, obviously this knowledge and wisdom that we both have surrounding our own journey, but also give some really great advice because I know that a lot of people are feeling like, you know, this is happening, but what do I do with it? How do I work with it? So I think that, yeah, we're going to bring through some some good stuff today, some golden nuggets. Um, yeah. But I'm interested to know, just starting off, like when did you first feel like you were moving through this and like what were like the signs for you? Yeah. Palms are sweaty already. I love this. <laughs> um, well, the reason why my palms are sweaty is because this is deeply connected to really close family. That's like obviously coming up all over again for me at the moment. 
and already you can probably hear my voice is like restricting my shoulders are like shrugging up like it's it's really palpable for me at the moment so talking about this is really important and I hope that by you know us sharing we can kind of see ourselves in others and find some just familiarity with the lessons and the seasons and the challenges that we're moving through but um for me it's always been around speaking up like when I'm seeing injustice and for me it really happened in my childhood a lot there was many many occurrences where I had to be very quiet for not just the safety of myself but for the safety of like everybody else in the household I spent a lot of my childhood walking on eggshells and feeling like one wrong move or one squeak could explode into like just absolute turmoil so as I started entering my teens I really really started to notice that my voice actually has a power and it has the ability to not just influence the way that I feel about myself but the way that other people kind of view me too and I noticed and this is also healthy and not healthy right I've done so many things with my voice that have led me to have really toxic situations and be quite manipulative and that's okay and I'm like proud to say that I'm reflecting on that now because it's important to understand that if you are somebody who has had a really dormant throat chakra not just from this life but possibly past lives it's normal to unravel so much karmic energy with that and to see the shadow aspect of that too. And I think that for such a long time, I really, really judged myself for being angry and having outbursts and crying and being emotional and saying things that I didn't quite mean or didn't come from the heart chakra. And so getting to learn that part of me and love her and understand her has really helped me journey into my adulthood and find a really balanced way or a more balanced way that I've been taught or learnt in this particular lifetime of a way of expressing. So my journey may be quite different to yours, but it's been quite tumultuous and I've really noticed it probably from from late teens. I've really started to use my voice more, but I'm curious what it's like for you as well, because I know that reflecting on our journey isn't always easy, but it is so eye-opening. Mm. <sighs> I resonate with that so much. And also just hearing you speak about like taking responsibility for your voice as well for you know, certain points in time where maybe you didn't use it in, you know, the most elevated way. Because um, I think that's important too. Like that side of the coin still occurs and it's really important to reflect on that. And I think a lot of people, just before I share um, my experience, but I just wanted to speak into a little bit, just the fact that working with your throat chakra and from, you know, working through the blockages and the, the density that you may hold in there also involves like analyzing and reflecting on the ways that you use it that don't serve you and that may cause pain or cause fear or hurt and that like to yourself and to others. So I really resonate with that because I've felt that and I've been really frightened of that side of it too 
once I first started to feel it sort of wanting to open and, you know, wanting to express and share more. And I've also been really afraid of that aspect of it too. Cause I'm like, Oh, um, it's a lot, right? It's, like, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's so frightening, and especially like I've, I'm, I try to be so careful with my words, if not too careful with my words. You know, Virgo ruled by Mercury. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot, um, and as well like I've always felt like I've had to keep the peace and that's been a big part of my journey to answer that question that's been a huge part of my journey I've always felt like I've had to be middle ground with every situation not speak out but like support both sides um my midhaven's in Libra my Mars is in Libra (laughs) there you go (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) it's it's really it's been a huge for me to really own my voice and to actually put forward my opinion even now I have to push myself to put my point of view out into the world I don't know if any of you have like been on my stories recently but I've shared I've been sharing like a little bit more like my opinions lately and that's so yes, I saw that. fucking so scary <laughs> it still it still frightens me but I still push myself to do it and like the first time that I sort of felt this activating a lot for me in my journey was right after I had my son because I had grown up with like in quite a turbulent home um, where I've kind of had to keep quiet um, because I didn't want to upset anyone and the environment of my home was if if I was to speak up about something then I would probably – someone else in harm or they would do something stupid and I'd that would be on my shoulders and I didn't want that to happen because I kind of grew up in this state of fear and just people pleasing because I knew that if I was to keep a peaceful environment and I played my part and I was the good girl who didn't have an opinion who didn't share or express how she felt and just bottled it up inside and didn't say a word then my outer environment and everyone in it would be more peaceful and I know that I wasn't hurting anyone and as a child it felt really normal just to do that and now coming into my adulthood I've I kind of look back at it and I'm like that's really fucked up yeah. <laughs> like no child should have to suppress that you know <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and I, I I also remind myself of that too when my kids try to like speak out because my first reaction is like shush I don't want to hear it mm-hmm. but then I have that voice in the back of my head it's almost like my inner child is like encourage it to an extent because they need to learn that it's okay and it's safe to do that so I really felt it activating when I had my first son I don't know what happens like hormonally exactly when you have a child and I know that you probably resonate with this but mm-hmm. it's kind of like your whole lens changes your whole energy your field changes and it's like a something's lifted where you can express yourself a little bit better and yeah that's when I first started feeling it and I feel like I've been really working on it ever since then it's kind of like I've been I've gone through periods of like intense growth in that area and then kind of come out of it. And then again, it's like, it wants to upgrade itself again and again. So it does happen in cycles. Hey, 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I really resonate with your story as well. I think that when you do become a parent, your lens does change because your priorities shift, what you're focusing on shifts, your day-to-day shifts, like so much moves and shifts and evolves. So it's only natural that, you know, the way that you speak and the way that you're commanding, like not only your body, but somebody else changes as well. Like I really, really resonate. And that happened for me too. And that's why I totally agree with the fact that it does come in seasons because right now I feel like you said this collectively, you felt like we're in this season of really opening up our throat chakra. And I've noticed that. I mean, we've all seen that with the opening of the throat chakra has also come the uprising cancel culture and people being really scared to speak up and this diversification between who can speak about what and who can't speak about what and you know it it is important to have polarity polarity is one of the rules of this universe but I just find it so fascinating that both you and I and it's very easy to see that there is a very deep opening of throat chakra especially for people who have been maybe pushed to the corner for a little bit women Um, in particular and we also see these cycles of like wanting to close that down a little bit too and add some polarity there Um, and even when I'm saying that I think it's important because you actually put me onto this podcast the other day Deja Blue and Mm. who is it Robert what's his name Robert Edward Grant Yes. And I really enjoyed that episode, by the way. We'll link it in the show (laughs) notes below because it also linked to so many things we've been talking about personally. Mm -hmm. But he explained, you know, what what you see out in the universe is, is really a reflection and an extension of what you believe to be true. Mm -hmm. And I want to just preface what I said there about polarity and there being some part of closure that is something that I've noticed but it isn't necessarily something that I believe to be like dark forces are trying to like close our throat chakra and I think it's just important to understand that that's not where I'm coming from um, because there's so many people out there at the moment who do hold the belief that there are really dense forces trying to hold us back and that's just not my belief an evil force <laughs> an evil force yeah. I, I love what lucifer he, rising I, I love his response in that podcast because she actually asked him just to digress for a second she asked him she was like do you think that there is like a lower vibrational programming from a you know government or a group of people that they're trying mm-hmm. to program us and he put the responsibility right back in her hands. He was like, well, if you see the world that way, then you're going to create a world in which that's a reality for you. He said, so it's not, that's not a fact. That's your lens that you're choosing to create because you are the creator. It is like you inverse, you create Mm -hmm. your universe. He's like, that's, that's how you want to see it. He's like, so it's not necessarily fact but that is how you're choosing to create the world that you live in and someone else might want to do that differently and they will have a completely different experience and I was like I know (laughs) literally but like we have had many encounters myself in particular over the past couple of months with people saying that you know I'm working with dark forces because of 
particular reasons. And Alicia and I, in our private conversations, have been saying, you know, I just don't believe that that's true. And for that podcast to kind of come out and remind us that it is a you inverse was so soothing. And it's for me was like a, a nice nod that like you can view that there is polarity in the universe, but it doesn't mean that it's good or bad, right? Like it doesn't mean that it's good or evil. And I think it's important to bring that up in this conversation because with everything, with the opening of the throat chakra, with liberation, with freedom of speech, with being able to speak your truth, there is the polarity that may come with that. And for me, it was a denser polarity of like, realizing that I had so much anger that I hadn't released, realizing that I wasn't speaking my truth and I wasn't being the person who I was destined and my soul decided who I wanted to be when I came here, right? And so I think that a lot of us still hold fear with speaking our truth because we're we're only noticing that maybe shadow aspect of our throat chakra. But I think it's time to really invite them to play and work together and recognize that you can have both. You can have this liberated, open, active throat chakra and still really love and respect and be okay with the shadow aspect of that too. I don't know. What do you think? No, I agree. I think it is this journey of acknowledging that light and dark are that of the same. You know, what what encompasses one thing also encompasses another. There's 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 not this like we, we think of light and dark as this this dissection, like like there's this boundary between the two, but it's it's not that. It's that they're so interwoven to create something completely else, like separate from what we believe it to be. And yeah. that is the texture of the universe in a sense, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. everything is so interwoven together, light and dark, you know, that it isn't just light there or just dark there. It's like there's that in everything. You know, there's this beautiful holographic reflection of both of those tones throughout the whole universe and something's not one or the other, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think in sort of tying that in with the ability to really activate your voice and to speak and to put aside the fear and just know that, yes, we need to take responsibility for what we say and what we put out in the world, but what is your reality may not be someone else's reality and fear for someone might be liberation or healing for somebody else and vice versa. So I think that's a really important point that you made. Yeah, I agree. And um, something was like buzzing around up there and it's completely gone. (laughs) Don't you love that? (laughs) On like the topic of like being able to open your throat chakra, I think Mm -hmm. it is super important to understand that it's easy to compartmentalize, right? Mm -hmm. And see yourself in this pattern of maybe, you know, not speaking, but, and it's easy that when you see that over and over and over again, or perhaps you label something and you deem it maybe bad or like it's inactive or it's not working, it's Mm -hmm. not open. It's easy to identify with that. But like Leish was just saying, that's two sides of the same coin. Like your ability to be open and flowy and have this, you know, very, powerful throat chakra 
can also live in the same reality that like sometimes it's hard to speak up. Sometimes it's like really hard to say what you want. Like both of those can coexist together. And coming from somebody who like, I know it's easy to identify as like, oh, you know, I don't speak up. I'm quite shy. Like it's hard to really talk to other people. I would love to challenge anybody who's really interested in opening their throat chakra to add the and I also love talking or and I also am really passionate and love to speak about XYZ. I think they can both coexist together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time once you push past that initial fear, it's just liberation or freedom disguised by fear. Um because I feel that to be true with me in a sense. I'm like, well, my freedom also comes through as fear for me. But after I push through that pressure point and I'm like out the other end, I'm like, wow, this is so healing. (laughs) This is like, this is good for me. I feel good. I feel like I've put myself into this great energy, this great vibration and frequency through activating and using this and not kind of sitting behind it and allowing it to sort of rule my life, but also like stepping into it and moving past it and really, I don't know, like putting myself in it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total (laughs) sense. It makes total sense. I totally agree. I'm curious like what you did consciously to really activate your throat chakra and really step into this kind of evolution of opening it. Um, the most plain and simple thing that I did was I was just like talking non-fucking-stop, um, (laughs) like on my stories and stuff on my Instagram, actually, because I remember, um, I started my business in 2018 and then I had Atlas at, in 2019. So that was like a year after I launched my business, I had him. And then I kind of like dropped off the face of the planet and I wasn't showing up in my business and it kind of came to like a bit of a standstill. So I was going through a bit of a rough time after that birth and, you know, just, you know, parent motherhood and all the rest. But, um, so I didn't show up for a really long time. And I remember that I went from being so confident of like putting my voice out there and just allowing myself to be witness to this really scared, like, Ooh, can I talk? Like, should I talk? And I remember I was like, no, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm just going to start showing up at least once a day in some way, but just using my voice. And I started doing that every day. And it's something so simple, but my confidence grew so much over time. Like if you had seen me at the start of that to now, I would have looked like a completely different person because I really felt that slowly strengthened and activated and sort of like warmed up after after a while and that is probably one of the most like simple most conscious ways that I've like physically and like just decided to really push past and use it Mm, I love that I remember that was one of the biggest challenges when I started my business too was like showing up on stories right like I actually started my Instagram as like quotes and (laughs) it was like I just felt this deep calling to show up on the stories and it was really fucking scary at first Mm -hmm. and then it started to feel really good and I've actually noticed myself getting back into that beginner mindset because I have taken a break and I feel like 
in some capacities, I've taken a step back from my business too. So it's interesting that you kind of went through that a couple of years ago as well, that taking a step back and then kind of re-entering the space and mm-hmm. re-entering that that kind of like season of opening up again. Um, yeah. Because I think that's all, I think it's powerful because I think we see so many creators online or healers or space holders, our, you know, our favorite people online, we see them showing up. That's all we see them doing. Yeah. We don't see them behind the scenes taking a break. No. We don't see them having that inner turmoil of like, what am I going to speak about? Like, how am I going to express myself? Like, should I even show up? And it's powerful for you to share that because it's not linear. It's never just linear. We always, always have these seasons and cycles that we go through. And like circling back for a minute, you were talking about, you know, recently you've been sharing so much more of your opinions and your point of view and what you don't see behind closed doors is your like inner kind of wavering back and forth and that push and that mentality. Right. And so what you may see from people online or even in the world is like, Oh, they're going after their dreams. Like they've got all this confidence and willpower and they've got this amazing open throat chakra, but you don't actually see the behind the scenes of that, which is like, we have to push sometimes and not push in a way of like going against what's true for us, but push in terms of like showing our ego and our fear and our doubt that like, it's okay to show up here. You can't create safety in the body to really fully open up and express unless you don't have that, that backing within your own self. And I think it's really important to touch on that for a moment because People may be thinking, oh, well, it's easy for you. You've had business for like a couple of years and like you've been showing up and you've done all these things, but truly it does come in seasons and cycles. And sometimes for me in particular, it requires a little push. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what I'm going through right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. And I've, I've something that I've noticed too, like I guess in the online world as well, is that it's so much easier to just hide behind a static post where I just write it out and I'm like, oh, this is my opinion. This is how I feel. But I'm like, I sometimes I really, I like to challenge myself and I'm like, is there a way that you could actually voice that, you know, Mm. whether that be using your voice or getting on camera or like bringing that through verbally to really allow that reverberation of like energy to come through with the message as well, rather than just writing it as well. And I'm like, Oh shit, well, that's a different frequency. That's a little bit scarier, isn't it? <laughs> so it's things like that too, that it's interesting how we subconsciously avoid it sometimes as well, rather than mm-hmm. kind of showing up in like the beautifully imperfect way that, you know, we are, we can do at any time. But we, I know me, for example, I'm like, oh, it won't be perfect or I might fuck up the words or what I'm trying to say or I might sound like an idiot so I won't do it. But whenever I do share like that, regardless of how many times I fuck up or how many times I say like or um, people (laughs) just resonate so much harder. And it's a confirmation for me that I should be using my voice. And that the fear is just a fear, you know, we can push past it. We can push past the uncomfortability sometimes. Um, But I find it also comes in cycles too. You know, if I'm like 
during my, my bleed, if I'm like having to show up, I'm like hell to the no, no, I am a recluse. I am a bear in a cave right now. Like I ain't going anywhere in front of a camera. I'm not sharing my voice. I'm not like having those one-to-one interactions. I am just off doing my own thing. And I think that that's also okay as well. I think that we should acknowledge that too, that we kind of weave in and out of this, of of these um, energetic cycles of, you know, activating that part of us and then going in within. So like, for example, like during ovulation, maybe your um, sacral or your solar plexus might be more activated because you're in that really uplifted, creative part of your cycle, you know? So I think honoring that too, and like maybe even attempting to work with those cycles and like pushing them in together so that you can gauge like when you might not be feeling up for it and when you will be feeling up for it, you're more likely to kind of come out feeling like you've like won the situation, like you've like pushed past and you, you've conquered your own limitations in a way instead of setting yourself up to just like feel a bit dis- disappointed for not showing up when you're not energetically, you know, available for that at that time. Yes, no, I totally agree. Like the seasons and cycles we go into can be a bit more condensed, like for women on their menstrual cycle, totally. Like I don't feel the urge to show up like all the time and speak my truth all the time. I think it does does ebb and flow and that awareness with self can be really powerful. And that's where the self-love and the self affection but also just the self-respect to understand that like okay just because I'm not kind of using my throat chakra in this way that I perceive as open and active and flowing and amazing Mm -hmm. doesn't actually mean anything about my throat chakra and its capability um my ability to sit and be quiet and take that step back is just as powerful and just as needed as the times where I'm speaking up and I'm sharing and I'm expressing and I'm creating through, you know, my throat chakra. I think it's really, really important to understand that again. And, you know, that polarity is coming back up again. Um, I feel like polarity is always on my mind as a Pisces soul too. (laughs) So if you are ever like, I don't see the other side, come to me because there is always another side and I can always fucking see it. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you're literally the two fish swimming away from each other. It's a blessing and a curse, I swear. (laughs) It it is, it is. But I think it is more of a blessing because you can see it from both angles, you know. Mm. Um, and I feel like I think the trick. Sorry, I'm just no, like no, the go. trick is though, like knowing when each one is right, like when yes. that season of like talking and yeah. expression is, and then when that season of like being still is. And I think you're like you talking about the menstrual cycle can be really helpful for people who are struggling with that. For me, I can always tell if like. If it doesn't take me, if it takes me really, really long to be able to like get into what I'm trying to say, I'm not really meant to do it. I've got a lot of fire in my chart as well. So if it takes me a long time Mm -hmm. to get started for me in particular, I know that maybe I should just be resting. I should just be chilling as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What about you? Like, how can you kind of differentiate between seasons of like resting and being still and then seasons of kind of using your throat chakra in a more like active way yeah no I feel like I could have said that myself because I feel like I do need that spark and it needs to just like 
just a gust of wind then like I can't I can't sit down and go oh what should I talk about like I have to I have to like wake up in the morning and be like holy shit this just dropped through I've got to talk about this or I've Mm. got to like I don't know like I'll be working sometimes and then I'll feel like this random thought come in or this random point of view enter my mind's eye and I'm like oh I really need to speak about this. It, it's never something that I have to push. And I think that's a really good signal to become aware of is that if you have to push it, if you have to like really dig into like, oh, like how am I going to go about this? You know, how should I say that? And I think it just needs to really flow organically. And well, for me, it needs to flow organically and it needs to be really like when it drops in, it feels like really hot. I don't know if, even know yeah. if that makes sense. Like, it's just like, shit, I can't handle this. Like I need to speak about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't hold yeah. this. I have to share it. I think that's really important. Really, really important because yeah. we shouldn't have to like push for stuff like that to come through, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. It's, it's similar for me as well, except it doesn't feel hot. It feels like really exciting and I'm like if I don't kind of get this reverberating out it's Mm -hmm. going to dissipate or it's kind of going to lose its magic at this moment um and like to your point about pushing I think once you get that for me there is a push there's a push to like decide okay should I share this like how am I going to share this Mm -hmm. then all of those like thoughts and like fears around like oh my god what are people going to think all of that there's a push for me in between the stage of like receiving and expressing but there should I agree with you there should never be a push between receiving and or just like receiving and yeah right that's so funny you say that because that filters in after I've said it or if I've posted or said or expressed it I'm like it's like 10 minutes goes by and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. Should I go, That's so funny. Should I go delete that? And I'm like just waiting like, oh, fuck. Like I'm just waiting for someone to like respond badly and then I'd really just sit there and ruminate after I've expressed it. Mm, that is so fascinating. There you go. I just second guess it afterwards. It's like I, I have the release and I share and then after I'm like, oh, God, what did I just do? Yeah. Oh, like, should I erase that? <laughs> no, <laughs> what have I done? Okay. But, um, no, I, it's, it's liberating. And like, if a lot of the time, if you're feeling like that, you're going to get responses, maybe they're not going to be great. Maybe people are really going to resonate. But as we said before, it's all about, you know, looking at life through your own lens and to a degree you're responsible for what you say, but you're not 100% responsible for you know, how other people feel about you or what you're saying. And sometimes they need to take responsibility for their reaction. Um, Mm. So just an invitation for anyone listening, you know, next time you go to show up or or do something, maybe ask yourself, like, could I show up in the flesh and express this? Like, could I use my voice? Could I, like, funnel this energy through here and bring it through, you know, in that way instead of, you know, maybe a way that you're really comfortable with that you kind of like do anyway subconsciously because it's comfortable, you know, quiz yourself. How could I bring this through that really plays with the energy of, you know, your throat chakra and really activates that and 
and you know feels a bit more liberating because that is the key I feel to really utilizing this center and tapping into the magic that it holds because it holds so much I mean they have fucking whole chambers in the pyramids (laughs) dedicated to the throat chakra to activating Mm -hmm. it and I think that that is so magic and if it wasn't important if it didn't hold you know really powerful codes and really really important frequencies that the world is supposed to share with you then they wouldn't like they're some of the smartest people in the world right Mm -hmm. that wouldn't exist so I feel like you know taking inspiration from that and the way that that energetic center has been honored by our ancients and bringing that through and just asking yourself you know how can I how can I action this how can I utilize this energy because it holds so much resonance for people just waiting to travel out and hit them in their hearts and so even hit them in their throat themselves and activate something in them I feel like through sharing you also give the invitation for for that person listening to also share so I think that's one thing that I like to remind myself when I'm feeling a little bit self-conscious about showing up I'm like in doing this it's not just for me this is for the people who are listening who who then feel like they have an invitation to do the same because it we need you know there has to be that one person that goes first right and it's always been the same way throughout history we need that person to take that step forward so that others feel safe enough to follow and take those steps forwards as well you know I feel like that is the thing that gets me through when it comes to sharing my voice because I feel that it does help to activate others and for anyone listening to this know that through you sharing your voice that too is helping others to activate and giving them that invitation to also do the same. It inspires people. Use your voice to inspire people. I think it's so important. Yeah, I totally agree. Just like bathing and all of that is a really beautiful reminder, not just for our listeners, but for me too. I think it's incredible and, you know, something that's, always always helped me is finding safety in the body for my throat chakra to open up whatever that looks like for you but also exploring my channel and the ways in which I receive that's really really helped me open my throat chakra and I hope that you know from both of us sharing what's it been like you know our kind of lens of looking at the throat chakra and our journey with it too I think that And I pray that it helps you to really take that kind of investigative look at your own throat chakra and really, really invite yourself into opening it up because, you know, echoing what Leash said, it's so fucking powerful and your voice holds really unique codes and they They're just waiting to be activated in other people. So if you enjoyed this, please let us know if you have a friend that you think would really benefit from listening to this episode or even a friend who you're like, girl, you have the most amazing voice or point of view. Share more of your truth. Send this to them so that they can listen and they can feel that love coming from you. We are here to support, you know, everybody speaking their truth and having their place 
on earth and feeling liberated and free and active and in who they truly are and expressing that and we really love that ability to share our truth so that it can hopefully inspire you to do that too um let us know how this episode landed on spotify you actually have the ability to chat with us in the q a box so please come and do that we absolutely love hearing from you and maybe it's a great way of taking this episode and actually actioning it rather than just listening and leaving so leave us a review let us know how this landed and we'll see you next week you can find us on youtube anchor spotify apple podcasts all of the platforms And of course, don't forget to come and hang out on the Instagram page, but we love you guys and we will see you next week. Bye.